0: T's and C's apply in South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005
1: But yesterday wow, if the Mount Monganui test was a, a real rude awakening to the year of 2022 for T's cricket or um, in general just a, a bit of a downer yesterday cricket fans and Black Cats fans got theirs back
0: What do I and out Catch taken Taylor can't believe it it's Ebedot who picks him up and for the last time in his whites, Ross Taylor will walk off Hagley Oval to a rousing reception from this crowd.
2: And again, and that's bigger. 2.50 for Latham and what a way to bring it up. 6.46. Well he's pulled the trigger and he's getting the standing ovation right now. The hometown hero moves to 2.50. He picks up number 300. He's had to work hard, and he's got there. And this will mean a heck of a lot to him in the side.
1: Yeah, congratulations, brother. You could hear it out there. Unbelievable scenes and some unbelievable swing bowling by Tim Southey and Trent Bolt on display yesterday. Bowling Bangladesh out in 41.2 overs for 126 uh, after notching 521. Clearing six wickets down. You'd have to assume that the follow-on would be coming, but we'll work that one out as the morning goes on. Right now, Black Caps bowling coach Shane Jurgensen's on the line with us. Morning to you, Shane.
2: Oh, good morning, gentlemen.
1: Great to have you on, mate. Must have been pretty, pretty watching for you yesterday, sitting up there, seeing your bowlers really run through Bangladesh in some dominant fashion. Yeah, very pleased
2: uh, Yeah, with that bowling performance to bowl them out in the afternoon. It was a fantastic start for us with the ball in this test. And, uh, yeah, certainly, um, you know, the way the boys executed was just really enjoyable to watch.
0: Jago, Mitch here, mate. Um, long time no chat. Uh, it's oh, pretty, <laughs> pretty impressive uh, test bowling lineup that you've got at the minute. I don't know if you're aware, but Neil Wagner takes one more wicket, he goes past Chris, or equals Chris Martin. So you'd have three of our all-time highest test wicket-takers uh, playing in the same team at once. Do you ever just sit back and pinch yourself and just go how lucky you are to be the bowling coach of such a great test bowling side?
2: Oh, I certainly do, and there's no doubt. There's been a lot of hard work uh, in behind the scenes to support them in terms of just the what that they've gone through themselves. You know, like their hard work. What you see on the TV is just a you know the the end product of you know endless hours of working. You know, by themselves sometimes together in in, in uh, the nap, uh, Trent and Wag, but. I think, yeah, we're very lucky to have these guys executing and, and playing so well for New Zealand. As they really are producing some fantastic records.
0: Has has anything um, changed in the, uh, throughout the tenure of you being the bowling coach with these guys? I know, I know they've always been exceptional bowlers, but from the start when you took over to now, uh, what have you seen change within their approach to the game and how they go about bowling and test matches?
2: Yeah, good question. I think it's just with success comes confidence, and it sort of works in in both ways, you know, back and forth. So I think with success, the the guys have had individually and the team as a whole is uh, as I think come about more with the players being and just particularly the bowling group we're talking about is, um, you know, accepting um, when things go bad, why did it go bad, and just being really honest in their conversations and have, obviously when things go great, why did it go great and I think those are the conversations the creative conversations that the guys have amongst themselves uh, which is absolutely fantastic and then I'm just come in as a sort of a guy that, that facilitated and to support them in, in any way I can and uh, to drive um, some curiosities around maybe the opposition how we're going to attack uh, this session or, or this game and etc so, You know, it's really down the players themselves taking a lot more ownership and it's just slowly improved over time.
0: So on that point, um, what conversations have you facilitated over the last week? Obviously after the the first loss to Bangladesh, um, what were the conversations that kind of got Mm -hmm. fed back to you? Because I'd imagine um, the boys would have been pretty fizzed up to come out in this game and really make amends for that first game.
2: Yeah, well, I think you saw yesterday um, basically what the conversations were about, really. I think the the execution, the quality of the execution, the pressure applied, you know, basically from the, the, the first over. Um, you know, I think from memory, the first two overs went for 11. Um, you know, probably in terms of numbers, might not have been as perfect as you want it, but, you know, the guys were seeing what was going on with the wicket, what were the conditions doing, because they are quite different to yesterday, the wind. Um, and then all, and all of a sudden you saw... Perfect four overs, I think, before Bangladesh scored another run again and they they lost wickets, um, two wickets in that process. So I think it was just us being a little bit more um, accurate, put, applying more pressure to Bangladesh and just executing our basics a lot better. And I think that's what the guys reflected on the last test and were really honest with. And I think that's what's we really, really seen, I think, so far in this test with bat and ball um, is, a, is a real... Um, you know, the execution has been excellent and put a lot of pressure on Bangladesh.
1: Bowling a beautiful length as well. Really, really nice to watch. Could, just curious what the dynamic and what extra dynamic Cole Jameson has added since coming into this group. And he's really been a world beater, and we know what his average is, Jugo. But you've got those three really experienced guys there leading the attack, and then Cole being able to come in and, and whatever he's given, it's really been the icing on the top over the last wee while. But what dynamic does he add for you?
2: Well, I think for him, in the past, we've spoken about the roles of those um the first three gentlemen, like Tim and Trent, you know obviously Tim accurate bowls bouncy outswingers' experience can work out how to um, you know set up a batter and dismiss them, and we saw how well he did that in the first test, for example in in India um and in Kanhor, and again, we saw it yesterday, um, and then and he's done it for a number of years, Trent left arm. Accuracy, swing, um, always a threat, um, and you know with the new ball and as we know, uh, Wags the ability now now to, in a lot of ways, bowl um, very accurately. Uses his bouncer, and we know what he can do when he makes the batter uncomfortable in the second innings when the wickets flatten out. And then Kyle's a different variation altogether. I mean, he comes out of the sky, uh, and he's six <laughs> foot eight, and he gets uh, really good bounce. off. Fuller length and is a real threat to, to batters, you know, all around the world in all conditions and can swing the ball both ways. So uh, that's what Kyle brings to the, to, you know, to the as a real threat to the opposition, his, his accuracy, his extra bounce and, he, you know, he's forever wanting to learn and he's really learning a lot from those other three boys.
0: Dugo, you've been on pretty much all the tours um, since these COVID bubbles have been in place. Your personal opinion, and I know um, it's round selection type thing, do you think that historically we've picked the same Test eleven uh, for every tour, do you think that that'll expand over time or do you still think that they'll put the onus on playing the best Test players um, every Test match and every tour and then cycle through the other formats?
2: Oh, I think no doubt from uh, um, certainly New Zealand cricket's restrictive and and also the team, you know, with the success that we've had in currently being world test champions, there's no doubt that um, the guys really treasure, enjoy, love playing test cricket. And it's a real important um, aspect, I think. My my personal experience of coaching for a few years now is that 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 execution of skill and the basics really is your foundation for the other formats. So uh, I think there'll be no change in terms of, you know, I think in terms of Test Cricket's a really important, um, you know, part of our cricket in New Zealand. And uh, I, I think um, probably with the other formats and the way that the tours are structured, yeah, I know that, yeah, I, I saw a little lot, lot up in here and over the next sort of 12 months is a lot of cricket coming up um, talking to um, some of the people uh, in New Zealand cricket that organise those type of, had that role, so yeah, you know, certainly that that stuff will be looked at, and you know, over the next few, next sort of month or two, when it we'll all sort of really starts to come out, because I know next year is going to be really busy. So there's going to be some real thinking going on around what to do around certain tours.
1: Yeah, that's good information on the what's coming up. But today, the immediate future, Gergo, um would you be, will we be expecting to see the bowlers get straight back out there today?
2: I actually to be really honest I have no idea <laughs> <laughs> <But I'm> just, <laughs> what would you like, like to no see Jugo what would you uh, like to see uh, done by lunch well, we've got a, we've, we've got a pretty good uh, yeah of course, but we've got a pretty good uh lead at the moment, and you know no doubt that you, we've we've sort of had a really good start um and you know conditions are a little bit cloudy here this morning what what fact that comes into play and you know with' nearly a four hundred lead um you know, it'd be interesting to see where we go. But it's still three days to go, and we know how well Bangladesh played last test. So it's all about trying to map out what we what we think is is likely, but more, also, more importantly, how the guides have pulled up this morning. We won't know that until probably the next hour.
1: Perfect. Good information, mate. Love it. Appreciate the honesty as well. <laughs> Instead of trying to fudge it, that's great stuff. Go well today, and hopefully we see some uh, more beautiful bowling, eh?
2: No problem, yeah. If that if that happens, well yeah, I'll look
0: forward to it. <laughs> yeah, beautiful.
1: All right,
2: cheers Jugo. Thanks, mate. Yeah, thanks a lot, guys.
1: All the best. Have a great day. There you go. Shane Jugerson, Black Cat's bowling coach. Great dude. Absolute um absolute great man, and he, I love that. I love it when guests are honest. No clue. What would you do?
0: I don't think I don't think he was honest, was he? Of course they're gonna go out and bowl. You're the bowling coach. Get your team back out there. Oh, I don't Rock think it's his, his,
1: It's not as cool. You would know, but it's not really as cool, is it? It's not as cool. It's not as
0: cool. But like, yeah, you'd have to have an idea. Yeah, surely.
1: Well, I don't know how does it work. Do you? Ta- you tell us how does it work behind the scenes? I mean, it's as a so ultimately Tom Latham probably, Tim Southey and Gary Stead or oh, Tom I, and Gary. I reckon.
0: Celebrating last night, they would have celebrated with with Balti for his three hundred. They would have probably had a choir, and then they. Gary and Tom probably would have said you fancy it, and the boys would have been chomping at it. They'll be like, "Yeah, let's go."
1: Well, why? Yeah, that's right. Why would if you were a bowler? Why unless you're? But they did, They were only out there for forty one overs. Although they had a big workload last year, so unless the bodies are feeling really yeah, sore, but they had that day
0: and a half. Yeah, they had that day and a half where they got a nice little rest. Um, Jurgo said that the clouds were around, so <laughs> you know that's always a good sign. <laughs> a good sign at Hagley. Yeah, I know what you say, and We saw the Aussies in the second test in Melbourne. They went out and batted again. Um, So just to give that a little bit of extra time, but is it really going to matter? I I don't know. I guess it's how how stiff the boys are in the warm-ups,
1: I guess. Yeah, it'd be be interesting to see. As a layman, just a cricket layman, I would be surprised if they came out and batted. I just think get it done. I think we saw enough in the wicket. The other thing is, do you want to give the juice in the wicket up? Yeah, it was... I
0: haven't had a look at the forecast for the rest of the week. Yeah, the juice in the wicket, um, if it's a little bit soft this morning because it's been under covers, that can almost, uh, if it dries out, you get a few divots in it early, it can almost be better just after lunch and it can go a little bit more up and down. But if there's clouds around, they'll be wanting to take, opportun- uh, take advantage of that. Um, the only spanner in the works there, Louis, mm. is that do you want to give the crowd one more opportunity to see Ross Taylor?
1: Do you want to give Ajaz Patel a spot in the (laughs) side after being named after taking all ten wickets? You know, exactly. (laughs) It's not sentiment. Sentiment isn't part of it.
0: No, it's not. It's not. But just selfishly, I mean, um, I'd love to see him go out and go
1: whoosh. Yeah, so that's one thing. But actually, I kind of feel like it was done, and now I think it gets, you know, and again, this is just from a punter. Watching it on the yeah, couch. it was nice. We to saw watch, Ross wasn't go it? out. Yeah, it was we great. got the, the guard, guard of honor, her, and it was yeah. a beautiful moment. His yeah, was. family's was there. It was, was. Mum was there, which is great. Funny that how
0: things work. eh? Hey? she wasn't there the first day. So if they had a bat at first, she would have missed it. But she, she arrived the second day and got to see her son walk out for New Zealand for the last time. So, uh, yeah, I think you're right. It, it was a really nice moment. But I was just – hey, I like watching Ross bat and test cricket. And Man. I'm thinking back to Baz's last innings at Hagley where he came out and went absolutely bananas. Yeah. I just thought the freedom of knowing that Ross can go out and just throw the blade. Uh, geez, that could be
1: exciting. Yeah, but you – I mean – he he won't want any tokenism, you know. He's he's that sort of guy. These guys are they they don't they won't want like he won't want to get a get he won't want them to go out and bat again just so he can have one more thing. I mean I think it'll nah, be it's, done. It's not how it works. But yesterday, just on Ross watching him play a couple of those shots and the slashing cut. An unbelievably Get off the mark, that drive to get off the the mark. The drive, the punch, and then a chip to... (laughs) I think we're never going to see it again.
0: Oh, it's so sad, isn't it? It's
1: all right. That's what YouTube's for, mate. You can watch all the highlights. Is that you? That
0: that was Michael Bracewell and um, Logan Van Beek in their room, eh, the night, just watching the highlights.
1: Coming back from LAB, probably a few shandies under the belt, (laughs) sitting in... Do Did that actually happen? Yeah, pretty sure. Let's pull it up on Spark Sports. Oh, you got that one, didn't you, mate? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. What do you? What would you do? Double eight, double three, lead of three hundred and ninety-five. Would you be batting again? Do you want four fifty for security? Five hundred? Or don't really care. Give the bowlers the ball while they're in form and they've got their length sorted. A bit of cloud overhead, some nice conditions to bowl. What would you be doing?